Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! All right, we're back. Three dudes with a view. This is uh, the second day of our radiothon for the Well Outreach Food Pantry in Spring Hill, Tennessee, and we are excited to do it. Uh, tomorrow, back to our regularly scheduled programming, and that means that Mr. York and Clayton and I will go back to trash talking to each other uh, about uh, politics of various types, sorts, and flavors, whether it's uh, national, state, or local. <laughs> and uh, so if you've been missing that, don't worry, we'll be back. But today, uh, help us get across the finish line for uh, the well outreach in Spring Hill. We want to get this wrapped up, meet all their goals and more, and uh, and let the well keep doing the amazing things that they do to get food to families in need, children in need all over southern middle Tennessee. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, there he is, Mr. Jim York. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Miss York. This is, in case you hadn't hadn't uh, signed in yet up there, this is the our last day of our radiothon for the Well Outreach in Spring Hill. Tomorrow we'll go back to trash talking each other in our usual way. <laughs> but, okay. Well, good for the well. <laughs> Well's getting. Hope they're being successful in this uh, radiothon. I think they are. Today we're going to try to put them across the finish line to reach all their goals and more and uh, feed families and children here in southern middle Tennessee. Uh, It's an amazing thing. I want to welcome in, uh, let's see, her name is Shonda Spera Lang. She is the principal of Spring Hill Middle School. Shonda, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Tell us about the, the Well Outreach and Spring Hill Middle School. Well, I must say they are such a blessing to our school. Uh, really enjoy having them there. Um, again, they have helped a, a lot of our kids. We have probably uh, around 75 of our students that benefit from the Jetpack services that they do offer. Um, right People now, our keep, school. Oh, I'm it, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I, I'm sorry for, for interrupting, but I mean, all the teachers that I, I encounter who are, are involved in that Jetpack program, I mean, it, it really brings a I'm not sure if smile is the right word. Uh, it's, well, let's see. The lady in Mount Pleasant yesterday, she was a teacher down there. She used mm-hmm. the word overwhelming. And I don't think it was overwhelming in the sense that it was hard to get those jetpacks out. Mm-hmm. I think she was saying it was emotionally overwhelming to see those children get those packages of food. I, I would have to concur with her. Um, Again, one of the stories that I just wanted to share, I just shared earlier, um, is that, you know, at the beginning of the school, trying to get school up and running, um, but one of our students, I think it was the first week, because we can't get the program going to like, you know, a couple of weeks in, but just that first week, we had a student, you know, to come to our office and like, okay, where, where's my jet? I need it, you know, for that weekend, uh, and we wasn't able... Um, to have it right then and there, but then uh, the lady, Miss Kayla Combs, who's uh, who runs our program at the school, uh, happened to find some that you know some food that was left over and getting that together for that kid because she just said, you know, my mom works on the weekend and you know we depend on those jetpacks for the weekend for me to eat. Mm. So wow. Um, wow, that that is emotional and overwhelming, and just to see our kiddos come in every Friday um, 
eager and excited about, you know, getting that food and just, just to make sure. And it, it's kind of a sense of calmness for us over the weekend, knowing that, you know, kids have food to eat over the weekend and, and just make sure that is provided for them. So, yeah, it, it's definitely overwhelming. And Shelly Sasson is executive director of the well. I understand y'all are providing around 13, 1400 of those jet packs uh, to what to some, how many different schools? 20, 28 different schools in Williamson and Murray County, something like that? Yes, Delk, you're right. 28 local schools, Williamson and Murray County. Um, the Well with our community partners is providing, it'll be right at 1,400 jetpacks a week. And that's the thing, a week, 1,400 jetpacks. Each jetpack is a weekend um, meal bag meant to give food support over the weekend to kids to kids, local kids that otherwise wouldn't have food in their pantry. And each jetpack contains four light meals and two snacks. And I think somebody described, I asked yesterday, how where's the word jetpack come from? Somebody said, well, it's jet fuel for those children. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, you can't operate very much if you don't have food. But uh, Principal Shonda, the, the uh, I think you said 50-something kids? We have this? around uh, about 75, 75. students. Mm-hmm. How many children in Spring Hill Middle? We have about 535, and um, and then also right now we're kind of 40% free and reduced lunch. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure it's some more students that could probably benefit from that. Uh, we're still trying to get the word out uh, for them, but yeah. So. so what is that, 18% of the school mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that? Significant number. <clears throat> yeah, that is. And and Principal Shonda, the, uh, I mean, I, I think I know the answer, but uh, – you're the person out there seeing these children interacting is is the need real is is very real very real um again just throughout the week not even on the weekend providing but just seeing some of our kiddos come in and you know saying miss barrow i did not have breakfast this morning and we make sure that the cafeteria stays open a little bit later um and then we also have snacks in the office and our nurse she provides snacks for them as well so the need is very very real wow wow the well also provides um, something called Snack Stash to our schools. Um, Delk, I don't know if I had told you about that yesterday. I don't think I've heard about that. What it is, it's a box of food that usually goes to the guidance counselor's office. And what, we, what we've heard from our principals, our administrators, is that sometimes when there's a meltdown in the classroom or um, a behavior issue, that if they come to the uh, the counselor's office, what they find is that they haven't eaten or mm-hmm. they're having you know some emotional troubles. But if they can just calm down and, you know, eat some food, food makes it such an equalizer, you know, if you're stressed, if you're tired, if you're hungry, and it gives you the energy you need to deal with everyday issues. Yeah. Shelly Sasson, CEO of The Well Outreach, and I'm so grateful to uh, Delk Three Dudes with a View and Kennedy Broadcasting for giving us this opportunity today to let you know. I'm thinking about uh, Spring Hill Middle School and all of our schools, 28 in total, that The Well Outreach serves. And, you know, school is is a hot topic discussed on this program, right? And everybody's got an opinion about standardized testing and what teachers should do and shouldn't do and what administrators should do. But I think we can all agree that uh, the kids in school uh, need to have food. The kids in school deserve the dignity of, you know, not having to decide which meals they're going to be able to have this week, that they can have reliable uh, food through the weekend and the week. And that's what the well is doing. So today we're calling it Hope for the Hungry. And we had a challenge uh, from Coach Mike asking uh, if you could give $30, helps provide a week's worth of groceries. If you could give 30 30- 
$50 for each grandchild or, or child uh, in honor of them to, to help other children and families. And we have some uh, well volunteers. Scott and Donnie Harner actually have six grandkids, so they accepted the challenge Woo! and uh, are, are giving incredibly generous. Thank, Thank you. you so much. That's a gift of $180 to the well. There we go. Just like that. That's awesome. And they want to challenge you. So how many kids you got? How many grandkids? Give on their behalf. $30 each. We can help a whole lot more families. You can do that right now. Don't wait. Uh, this is where you get involved with the show, and we'll we'll say thank you as well. You can give at thewelloutreach.org. That's the wellouteach.org or call the well right now at 615-439-2921 that number again 615-439-2921 to give hope for the hungry and we folks you're hearing from Paul Goldsmith and I call him Citizen Goldsmith and, <laughs> and that's that's a compliment because yes. uh Paul is here I mean he's on the board of directors at the well but he's he's a volunteer he has a his own business, day job, whatever, and uh, he is volunteering his time to come here and help raise funds for the well. And so thank you for doing that. Well, thank you, Adelk. It's an honor because we all do our part, right? I know everybody wants to do good, and you see an opportunity to do that. You see the great people at the well and what they're doing, serving 1,500 families a week and hundreds of children through the schools. And you're like, how can I help? Maybe you don't have the time to volunteer. If you do, they'd love to see you. You can stop by on Main Street in Spring Hill. Um, But you you have the means to help a, a family with groceries, $30. Uh, for each family, how many families can you help? Join us. It's a lot of fun. You know, it might not feel fun giving money away, right? But after the fact, you can feel good that you did good and you helped families in such a vulnerable position. They didn't choose to to be in a crisis, but here we are. When you don't have anything to eat, when there's nothing in the pantry, and uh, you know your kids ask what's for dinner, and you don't have an answer. Um, if you're in that position, that's a crisis and the well doesn't want to turn anybody away. Uh, and with your help, they won't have to. And so would you call right now? 615-439-2921. That number at the well again is 615-439-2921 or the wellouteach.org. And Delk, you know, you think about your house is on fire. There's a natural disaster. I mean, you call 911. It's an emergency. What do you do when you're out of food and there's not the means to go to the grocery store? You call the well. And the well's out of food. They can't facilitate all of the families that have a need. And so that's where you come in, front porch radio listeners with three dudes and a view. You can help meet that need and join the well to feed every hungry uh, person in our community here in Spring Hill, here in Columbia and Mount Pleasant. Uh, The well's actually looking at putting a second location in Mount Pleasant so they can feed more people, but they can't do it without you. Would you call right now, 615-439-2921. That's 615-439-2921. Ms. York, I understand that uh, Principal Shonda Sparrow-Long uh, has to get back to her school, I think. And, uh, so <laughs> well, I have a meeting a, at the central office, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's got a day job as well. Um, but uh, do you have any comments or questions about uh, uh, hungry? Yeah, I was going yeah, to say, uh, uh, Sherry pointed out an issue that, that happens in schools every day when you have maybe a behavioral problem with a student, and the student is brought to the office, and the counselor talks to the student, 
and sometimes gives them a snack and finds that they have not had a meal. And I think about that in terms of how many business deals in the world are done over dinner? Mm -hmm. How many business meals are done over lunch where they're trying to negotiate something with a business partner and they find that a meal creates a common effect in the other individual and they're able to hash out a deal. And the same thing with behavioral problems with students. Sometimes they're just behaving because their energy level is low or their uh, anxiety because they didn't eat or something happened and you bring them to the office and the counselor deals with that student and that student is put back on steady state and able to finish the day of the week. So Mm. food does help individuals and when the well is providing that type of service, it's, it's commendable. Uh, that they keep doing that for students in school because there's a tremendous number of students that just don't get breakfast in the morning, just don't get lunch, don't get dinner at night. And if they can get some type of sustenance for them, it helps them make it through the day. Absolutely. Principal Shonda Sparrow-Long, do you see that uh, at your school? Absolutely. Every day. Wow. Every day. Wow. All right. Well, we will um, uh, not – We'd love to have you stay for as long as you want, but uh, I was told that you were you were trying to get on to. I, I would love to stay too, but yeah, my meeting and my kiddos—that's that's what it's all about. I got to get back to them. There you go. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me. Thank, Thank you from the Well Outreach. We love partnering with you. We love, especially you know, you're right to ne- there down the street from the Well, and so um, please let us know how we can help you in the future. Thank you. Thank you for helping us. Yes. God bless. Thank you. All right, Donnie Harder, we got just a minute or two here. You you volunteer at the well? Yes, I uh, have been there for about three years, and um, I uh, get to serve in the welcome room where I get to uh, visit with guests and pray with them. And uh, I have just one short story from a gentleman who just really pricked my heart. Um, he came. Uh, we filled up his car. This is during COVID. We filled up his car with the food that he needed. And as we were visiting, he shared with me that it was his birthday. And earlier that day, uh, my husband and I had been able to pick up uh, some birthday cakes at Target um, that were there at the well. So I went inside, I grabbed him a birthday cake and brought it out and and gave it to him. And he was just, the look on his face was just beautiful. And he jumped back out of the car and gave me a big hug. So that was uh, just really special to see that um, he could celebrate his birthday, as we all like to, with uh, with a cake with his family. So that was really special. And and if I may, real quickly, another birthday-related issue, uh, the... um, um, neighborhood that I live in has a Girl Scout troop, and they were moved to um, put together birthday bags that we give out at the well also. And so it was wonderful to have those uh, Girl Scouts gather together and pack a bunch of birthday bags. And then uh, later that week when I was at the well, the birthday bags were on the shelf ready to give out to guests. And uh, well, now Tell us about these birthday bags that the Girl Scouts made. Uh, they are bags specifically for children, and they're packed for boys and for girls. They're put into beautiful bags and uh, items that go into them might be um, a birthday cake mix and frosting mix and items like that. And then as uh, the um, the folks are, are, as our guests are going through, if they have a child who's having a birthday that week, that's one of the questions we ask them, uh, we'll have a little gift that we can give them to share with their students. Wow. And so you, your role there is to 
actually volunteer to interact there with folks yes. who come into the uh, to the well. Yes, it's been a real privilege to get to know um, regulars and new folks as they're coming in, and just uh, they they some of them share their stories and their backgrounds with me, and um, most of them allow me to pray with them, and that's just really a delight. All right, Paul Goldsmith, why don't you tell folks how they can help, and then. Yeah. I'm- think we're going to take some kind of break. Well, we do it. Thank you, uh, Donnie and, and her husband, Scott. They not only volunteer, but they gave $30 on behalf of each of their six grandkids. They gave $180 in challenging you to do the same. Uh, you know, and it occurs to me that uh, a 180 turnaround, you go the complete other direction. And that's what we're doing. We're helping folks turn their lives around. They're in a crisis moment. And by providing some dignity, some hope, some groceries so they can feed their family and figure out what's next. That's what we're doing. So if you can do that, $180 is going to provide a week's worth of groceries for six families. If you can't do that, be as generous as you can. Every gift helps us help more families in need here in our community. Would you call right now? 615-439-2921. That's 615-439-2921. Or you can give online at thewelloutreach.org. There we go. Paul Goldsmith, and again, folks, he is he is volunteering his time to come here and help uh, help the well, help the well raise the funds they need to feed children and families in need. They are a food ministry, and it's an amazing thing. Now, I'm getting messages here. Normally, we take some kind of break about now, but are, are we going to do that or do something else? Well, you know, it's it's hope for the hungry. So this day is kind of different. And this is where this is the participation part of the program where listeners call or they stop by Front Porch Radio and give, as a number of folks did yesterday. Lots of local leaders and political leaders, business leaders, you know, bankers, uh, folks from churches. Who will be next? Because there are more families we can help together. Maybe you can make a leadership gift of $1,000. That is needed right now. Stand in the gap and give for those who can't. As we're orchestrating 180 turnarounds, and maybe you can give $180, help six families. Whatever you can do, be as generous as you can and call right now. 615-439-2921. Again, that number at the Well Outreach Food Pantry is 615-439-2921. Two nine two one, or you can give online at thewelloutreach.org. Uh, Shelly Sasson and uh, Joseph Knapp from The Well are here. These guys are on the front lines every day, seeing the faces of the people we get to serve. And um, it's incredible because as they uh, were sharing, like there's no typical uh, person that walks in The Well. They're from all walks of life. They look like you and your family who just happen to be in a really difficult spot in their life lives. Uh, and, and Joseph, you're, you're the man that rescues food. Uh, and I didn't know what that meant. Like what does rescuing food mean? Yeah. One of the things that we really work hard at is making sure that food in a local community. So take Spring Hill uh, or Columbia, uh, that the food that's at these grocery stores that potentially could be going to waste that we can rescue that and get it to a family in need instead. And so we do uh, rescue at 18, 18 different grocery stores weekly. And that accounts for about 20% of our overall food acquisition. So there's a lot of food that we rescue. 
Um, and we do pick through that. We make sure nothing that goes out to our families isn't really high quality. But uh, sometimes well, it's the craziest thing. And Shelly, you've seen this too. Uh, there'll be a store and they're doing a brand change on a product. And they were going to throw out pallets of sometimes a really good high quality frozen oh, product, wow. maybe a frozen protein. And because they're changing the branding, they're going to throw it out. And so they'll give us a call. We'll come in. We'll rescue that. And uh, we're able to give that food away. Um, and so there's a, a rescue is a really important part of our, our operation. And I think I, one, one point I want to make is that the well works really hard to get free food. Um, we're having food issues right now. We can't get enough food. But for every dollar of food we spend, uh, we do rescue two and a half dollars of food. Right. But still, even though we're doing that, it's not enough. Yeah, and th- so that thirty dollars—that's how they're able to go even further with all the food that's rescued. And if you can give that thirty dollars, you'll help another family in need. Six one five four three nine two nine two one is the number to call. That's six one five four three nine two nine two one, or you can give online at thewelloutreach.org. You can give online at thewelloutreach. Okay, you know, if it sounds a little bit different here, you're still listening to Three Dudes with a View. I'm the honorary fourth dude today uh, because my name is uh, Paul and I'm excited to be here on behalf of the Well Outreach uh, because it's a community organization doing good in our community asking if you'd like to help because you are needed right now and there are more families in need that uh, don't have uh, enough food for their family and uh, that's where you come in if you you want to stop by. You're in Columbia. You can come by Front Porch Radio on 7th Street or stop by The Well on Main Street in Spring Hill. Even easier, go online to thewelloutreach.org, but don't miss this opportunity to be generous. You know, uh, we tell our kids to be generous, and here's a chance to model it. To you know, it, it's easier caught than taught, and uh, mm. that's that's what I think. That's why I'm here because I want my kids to be generous. And my daughter was telling me last night, you know, she was wanting to call in and, and uh, after school, and, <laughs> and she wasn't sure, you know, uh, if she should or not. And I'm like, hey, if you feel compelled to give, do it. Don't second guess generosity uh, because I don't think mm. you're going to regret blessing a family in need through the Well Outreach at thewelloutreach.org or by. By calling them right now at 615-439-2921. And as Paul said, you are listening to Three Dudes with a View. Uh, today we are, all three dudes are absolutely agreed that the well is a wonderful ministry and outreach, providing food to hungry children and families all throughout southern Middle Tennessee. And so uh, we, we can agree on that. Tomorrow we'll go back to trash talking each other in the usual way. <laughs> But today, help us get across the finish line. Help us get uh, to the well, to the place they need to be to keep their ministry and outreach. And it's a a ministry and outreach that is growing. And the reason it's growing is because there is a need. Hungry children and hungry families. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning, Delk. Good morning, everybody out there. Good morning. You know what I was thinking, guys? You know who we really did? If he's listening, I, he should just come on it. We need Drake Colley in here. I, <clears throat> I thought about that earlier. Yeah, yeah. We, I, if there's anybody who <clears throat> uh, would be more enthusiastic and more helpful and more a cheerleader for the well, well, I don't, well, they're here, I know. But, I mean, Drake, 
we would love to have Drake's help. He would be great, and he would love raising money for the well. So if you're listening, Drake, come on in, man. Uh, we've got other people with us. First, uh, Shelly Sasson, who is the uh, CEO of the well. Good morning, Shelly. Oh, good morning. Thank you so much for having us. We're so thankful for this opportunity to tell and share the story of the well and invite our community in to be part of that. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, and I first ran into Shelly about right after we bought these stations. And and I think the, the well, what is serving about 1,500 families a week now uh, and 1,400 children. So they're affecting about 3,000 families a week. I first ran into Shelly uh, about three years ago. I think the well was about 200 families a week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was a different time then. Uh, we went into COVID and we doubled then. We thought that was going to be our peak. But mm-hmm. what we found in the last couple of years due to, I mean, you know what it's like, rising but, ga- gas prices last year, home and mortgage rates, um, and also, you know, let's say it, the cost of groceries. Uh, last year, the cost of groceries went up 18%. And most families can't, you know, cope with an 18% increase in groceries, something that we all have to have each week for our families. Wow, that's absolutely amazing. And, you know, you're not a business that is growing because you want to grow. Well, let me rephrase that. You're growing because there is a need. Absolutely, yeah. And, uh, that that's there there's a need and and y'all are fulfilling that need there are hungry children and families out there yes um the well uh has uh, an everyday food pantry on main street in spring hill and as you said we're serving about 1500 families um but what we found is uh we have no geographical uh territories and so anyone in need can come to the well doctor we have people that come from an hour away looking for food. And that just breaks my heart that there's no other local resource. Um, I do think that one of the reasons they come to the well is maybe the way we do things, everything we do. um, People think that we give away food at the well. My goal is to give away hope. And when you're trying to give away hope, when you're offering, you know, (coughs) compassion, kinship, um, honor and dignity through um, an experience where most people feel really vulnerable and broken. Um, I think that does make a difference, but you're absolutely right. The need is just at epic proportions right now. And the well is, you know, at the point of having to make difficult decisions. Do we turn people away? Do we limit our serving area? And so this fundraiser is very important for us. Wow. Well, hope you're giving away hope. I love that. That, that that's awesome. Also with us, uh, Joseph Knapp, who is the chief programming officer of the Well. Uh, Joseph, good morning. Welcome. Good morning. Great to be with you. It's a pleasure to join you guys and, and share a little bit about our work. And I think you were explaining earlier your job is to get around and uh, interact with these grocery stores and uh, get get food. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the the key things in order to feed people, we've got to have food in the pantry and on the shelves, and we want to have good variety. We want to have good quality and we want to have good quantity every morning uh when we come in uh we walk the we walk the pantry we'll walk the warehouse and we look what products do we have on the shelves where are the gaps i I can't remember in the last year as we've seen this explosive growth that there's been a single day we've walked to the pantry and not had a product or two that we it's just bare we don't have that product and we're bringing in um uh about twenty thousand pounds of food a week wow we just can't keep up with the need it just keeps growing and for those, uh, I think we've mentioned it, but the Well uh, Food Pantry in Spring Hill, it's set up like a, a small grocery store. It's got aisles and shelves, produce section, meat section. That's right. 
and uh, so families can go through there and get what they need. Yeah, it's so important um, when you uh, do this work. It's so important not to just give them bulk. Hey, here's a bunch of canned goods, right? When you think about a family, what are they actually doing with these groceries? They're going home. They're preparing a meal. They're in the kitchen. They're cutting up the tomatoes and the cucumbers, and and they're preparing dinner for their families, the same as you and I do when we go home. And so, how do we create? quality food for those families to be able to have that kind of experience when you're a parent. And uh, so I think as men, we can kind of relate to this idea. You want to like, uh, you want to go and slay the animal and bring it home to your family so you can feed them. You know, there's this sort of like uh, ability to provide. Um, and so we want to offer that to these families that, that they've been coming home and they don't have that. Um, then they come to the well and they get a bounty of groceries. Mm. They load up their cart, they load up their car, they go home and now they have pride as they're able to bring that home and offer that to their children, to their spouse, to their grandparents, um, and other people that might be living with them. Then they're able to prepare a quality, nutritious meal, and hopefully uh, several of those throughout the week. Um, and so that's what we're really working at is, is not just bulk poundage, stick it in the car, but how do we give them quality meals that they can prepare at home to serve their family in that way? Wow. Joseph Knapp, Chief Programming Officer at the Well. And last but not least, we'll make him an honorary uh, dude, Uh, Paul Goldsmith, (laughs) who, again, I call Citizen Goldsmith because he he is – like I said, he is volunteering his time. Uh, he's uh, He's got a, a real life, a real business that he needs to get back to, I'm sure. But he has spent a lot of time getting ready for this Radiothon and participating in it wall-to-wall. Uh, Paul Goldsmith, thank you. Well, thank you, Delk. It's, it feels good to be a part of an organization like The Well that's doing so much good in our community. Honored to be here, and I'm the one that gets the honor to thank the folks when they call into The Well and give generously to help families. And our latest person, Alan, in Thompson Station, thank you for your generosity. Uh, he just made a gift to help another family in need through The Well. Would you join them? So uh, don't leave Alan uh, out there alone. Uh, There's more families we can help. $30 provides a week's worth of groceries. Uh, Maybe you want to help three families all in one fail swoop. You could do that. $90. Whatever you can do, be as generous as you can, but don't wait. Be spontaneously generous today. As Joseph's talking about, you know, as... As a guy, I can relate to that. You want to provide for your family, and some folks have a diagnosis or a disability, and they're just not able. Or um, you know, there's a lot of single moms that uh, come to the well that there's not a, a, a provider, and they're working as hard as they can to provide for their children. And the well's a lot able to come alongside to ease the burden, to provide hope and uh, sustenance and good quality food uh, so that they can get uh, to the next step in their lives. Uh, to provide a better life. You can help those single moms. You can help those families in need right now because you are needed. And, uh, you know, don't wait for somebody else. We have three uh, volunteers at the well in Spring Hill right now able to take your call at 615-439-2921. Would you be one of three people to call right now? 615-439-2921. Or you can go online. It's mobile-friendly on, on your phone. So uh, it'll only take a couple of minutes. Just go to thewelloutreach.org. Come alongside some families in need this morning. It feels good to do good. Let's go. Let's go. All right. We've got another guest, another of the many people who've come by to help us get out the message about the well. Catherine York of uh, Smith & York, which is down a beautiful place down there on the public square. Good morning, Catherine. Good morning. Thanks for having me. 
Glad to have you here. Now, tell me about your experience or knowledge of the well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we first met um, Sally and Tim, her husband, um, through the shop. Uh, nice. They were customer, or, or they are customers, but yeah. they were they they were frequently <laughs> frequenting the store um, um, almost weekly. We were seeing them; yeah. they became very <laughs> familiar faces, and then um, quickly became friends. And you know, over time. Uh, just starting that conversation of, you know, we really, that's how we were first introduced to the well outreach. Um, I say we, my husband, Adam and I, and, you know, just over time, you know, we, we had been in a few times, we have a seven year old now and, uh, about a year ago, Liam and I had made our first stop in the well to, to drop off food. And we thought we had, you know, so much stuff we were dropping off and he was all excited and. We got, uh, I feel like we had VIP, like, service of dropping off, and, like, they came out to the car and helped us unload everything, and they actually took it in and set it on a, a scale and weighed it, and Liam and I were both like, oh, wow, look at this. This was, like, we had, like, 100 pounds or something. We thought it was great. We are like, how many people can eat all this? And the number was not what we had <laughs> hoped it would be, and it's it's really humbling, kind of to to realize that wow. the yeah. amount of food that what what we think is a lot and and bountiful and what we thought we could live on for so long was so it 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 just doesn't go as long as far as what you would think when right. you're used to having a family of three, you know even a seven-year-old picky <laughs> eater, you know, and it's just, it's, it's humbling, you know, but at the same time, what a great opportunity, you know, we'll talk about like how our business got involved, but just from a personal standpoint, being able to take Liam and take my son there and to walk him through and just explain to him, truly the ministry it was funny. The last time we, we were there, his, we didn't even realize, but his Sunday school teacher was is one of the biggest volunteers. Wow, like I was like, "What are you great. doing here?" You know, and I was sitting in the um, office, you know, and we were just talking, and she walked by, and I didn't even realize. So, I mean, the community is just so. When I say the community, the the well outreach community is really it, it's so small and uh, in a good way. Like it's it's just it's like a, a small community within itself, and people that you know within your own life or are donating and serving and just giving of so much and 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 it's not just financial resources or you know monetary but it's of time and and and, and truly of resources so we it's were, amazing now your yeah. seven-year-old son is liam is that his name's liam yeah and so and I, I love this story though so you you and uh liam the seven-year-old son were taking food goods to mm-hmm. the well to mm-hmm. donate yeah we had, had some stuff we, we own another store um lime and loaf which is uh, being rebranded it's moving to um the square with smith and york company um it's called gather kitchen mercantile but we sometimes have food items even there that mm. are close to expire we had a pantry there um you know small um things that you can purchase and mix and match with other kitchen items for you know gift giving or whatnot uh but we would have things over time that would get kind of close to a expiration date maybe or something that just didn't move very well. And we're like, you know, it doesn't take long in retail for that to to add up. So, again, for us, we were like, oh, there's so much stuff here, <laughs> you know. And then when you realize that 
how far <coughs> or how far it doesn't go or how far it does go. It's 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 humbling, but yeah. So, but we were Adam was working late one evening and we had all this stuff kind of loaded in the car and I was like Liam, let's just go drop this off and. Yeah, and we were able to walk through and, what, and what see an where ab- that stuff was going to actually be placed. And yeah. they're like, oh, this will go here on this shelf. And this is the process of walking through. And it's just, you what know, amazing- I know what it meant to me. I yeah. I, I can't imagine. Anytime we drive by it now, Liam is just like, oh, there's the there's the well. <laughs> but it you worked. Know? Yeah. What an amazing teaching lesson yeah. for your son. You taught him to give mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and made him realize yeah. what giving means. Mm-hmm. In a very tangible way, mm-hmm. uh, by taking him there to actually unload the stuff yeah. and help put it out. I mean, <laughs> that's a, and, and now he's enthused. There's the well every mm-hmm. time you drop by. Oh, he knows it. That's. <laughs> a, I mean that that'll stay with him for life. Yeah. You know he'll mm-hmm. he'll be interested in in giving and helping, mm-hmm. giving back. Uh, from now on, I think. Paul Goldsmith, what's going on, man? Hey, you know, we talk about dropping off food at the well, which is certainly welcome and invited, but uh, this is really cool. We just had uh, somebody stop by the radio station here in Columbia and uh, hand us a $100 bill, say, hey, I don't want you to use my name, but here's 100 bucks. Let's help three families right now. It's just like that. Uh, so right. that's incredible. There you go, Shelly. Uh, Shelly Sasson, CEO of The Well. We're ta- I know because I've seen it in action. You're going to take that $100, put it in the bank today, and start feeding families immediately. Every single uh, person that comes to The Well uh, that you're able to support, but there's some hard conversations that uh, are happening, whether you're going to have to limit the, the people because uh, you know the supply and demand, it's basic economics. Uh, there is de- more demand than there is supply, and right now you can be the difference between uh, the well having to turn people away or not. And we're asking that you do that because that would break our hearts and we, and we know that it would break yours as well. And so if if you are able to give, whether you stop by Front Porch Radio on 7th Street in Columbia, stop by the well and make your donation or go to the welloutreach.org and be as generous as you can. Could you do $100 and help three families with a week's worth of groceries? If you can, call now, 615-439-2921. You can't do that. Give what you can. It's not about equal giving, but equal blessing. Let's help as many as we can together rally around our community, our neighbors in need. 615-439-2921. That's 615-439-2921. All right. Again, three dudes with a view. I'm dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris is over here. You, Clayton, you've been here since six. Everybody's been here since six, right? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Yesterday, I, I, I was. Today, I, I got in around seven. Um, but yeah, it's been uh, it's 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 been a lot of fun, Delk. It's uh, yeah, it has. It's been a unique experience, and um, I got I got someone texting me now that's going to donate. And uh, I just sent him the number to call. And, <laughs> yes. Uh, there we go. <laughs> One at a time. Yep. And he's going to, I think he's going to do a challenge. So we'll, oh. we'll see, see what we got. See, We right. love those challenges. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How you doing, man? Hey, hey Del, doing great, man. But uh, let me give you a little information. Last year, uh, Vanderbilt did a poll on children uh, health, uh, child health poll across the state. And they found that uh, due to changing the economy, about 70% of parents across the state had to change their way that they live and their way that they spend money in terms of food, groceries, transportation, what have you. 
70% of those, that's a high number, and almost 30% said that they changed their way of living, which was to skip a meal. Mm. So the well is finding that niche, that need across the state of Tennessee of the families. Uh, That's a high number. And 40% of the families are food insecure. So the well is really finding a, a home in that niche. And hopefully they'll be out of business if we can get the economy back to where people can make a living and wage. Uh, so, you know, that's that's a poll that Vanderbilt put on uh, uh, last year around March uh, of this year. All right. Shelly Sasson and Joseph Knapp, y'all are, y'all are out there on the front lines every day. You're seeing these families. You're seeing these children. Do those figures make sense? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, they say uh, one in eight uh, adults in Tennessee face food insecurity and one in six children. And so um, significant numbers that are coming through our doors. And it's not just Spring Hill residents. We're located in Spring Hill, Tennessee, but we have families from all over. You know, Spring Hill, Santa Fe, Columbia, Mount Pleasant, all those areas. And Delk, if I can just share real quick one one story about... People always ask me this every day, and I think this is the most common denominator. People want to understand who we serve at the well. And I'll tell you, a lot of the families that we serve at the well are families that you might guess. Families that are going through difficult times. Maybe they've lost a job or there's an illness or maybe a senior citizen. And those are big numbers. But I also want to share with you the most vulnerable and our population, some of the families that are going through just horrific times and that the well wraps their arms around them. Um, Delk, just recently we had a mother, actually she was going through a social services agency, and she lives way out in the country. I mean, very isolated. Um, she had seven children. This is a hard story to tell. Her husband was very abusive to her, and one night he burned down their house. They called us the next morning and her husband was incarcerated because of that. She didn't have a house. Her children didn't have a father. She didn't have a husband. And because she had seven children, she had never worked outside of the home. And she was completely broken. What do you do when you're facing all of those things? Now, this is one of our hardest stories, but this happens every day at the well. Families that are going through just horrible, horrible scenarios. And the well can't solve all of those things. But what we could do on day one it was give her food for her seven children and her family. And when you hear those kinds of stories, I mean, we had volunteers that drove out to her new temporary home, you know, we're helping her setting up. And so I'm just saying people ask who we serve at the well, and you'll understand a bunch of the families we serve. But when you hear this kind of story, you'll understand it will hit your heart why this is so important to our community to feed families. There we go. And so, but back to what Mr. York was saying, the Vanderbilt survey. So what you're actually seeing out there on the front lines is consistent with Vanderbilt's survey. Yes, absolutely. Wow, wow. And that's- hey, Delk, another issue, too, that, that brings in food security is is those folks that have uh, emergency medical debt. You know, sometimes they, they, they get into a situation and they, they got to pay the medical bills or, or pay something on the medical bills, and and that creates a lot of problems across the state of Tennessee also. Yeah. Uh, all sorts of things can push people into into a place where 
And and if you think about it, I, at least it makes sense to me. I mean, people, uh, you know, I, I was struck. I was out at one of these mobile food kitchens, and and it was out on the edge of town, so people had to drive, and they drove up. They opened their trunks and they would get food put into the trunk of their car and, and go on. But the the cars were all all fairly. I mean, they weren't even Mercedes in the line, but they were all fairly late model cars. The people in the cars were, again, you know, I mean, it, it wasn't it wasn't uh, Elon Musk or anything, but they they seemed fairly, you know, well, they they weren't raggedy, you know, uh, and it, it just. But they needed food. And and it struck me, okay, if, if and back to what Shelley was saying, how the price of food has risen, that kind of thing. I mean, here it is. First of all, you got to have a car that runs, or you don't have a job. I mean, that's so that you you have to do that. Second of all, you got to pay the rent or the mortgage, or you're homeless. So where do you take it out? Food. You know, that's where you take it out, and. uh so that's it. Shelly's just nodding her head over mm. here. Yeah. And anybody can fall on hard times, Dale. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> doesn't, yeah. doesn't have to, you know, you can be making a great income and all of a sudden things start to happen in a family and then you're on hard times and you're looking around for some assistance and, and you know, food is, is a necessity What's that to survive. Su- you're so right, uh, James. What's that statistic? All of us are one to two paychecks away from a situation like mm-hmm. this. You know, I mean, and that's the that's the case for the most of Americans. Yes, that is the case. And nobody plans for disaster, a crisis moment in your life. You know, we were talking about, you know, uh, COVID uh, unprecedented times became the new normal. And at the well, demand has increased month after month for consistently for the past three years to the point, the breaking point. And so now 1,500 families a month are coming through the well. They didn't plan for a crisis, a job loss, uh, a family member dies or leaves, uh, or or uh, a diagnosis, and the well is there on day one to provide some hope. Uh, it's not going to fix everything, but it's just taking the next step to provide some hope and assistance to help them see through the fog and rebuild their lives. And these are our neighbors we're talking about, and Delk talking about, you know, they're driving, um, you know, it's not an old beater, it's a decent car. But, you know, when they got the car, they had hopes and dreams and living their life, the American dream, and then all of a sudden disaster strikes and uh, they don't have the means. They have to decide whether, you know, they lose the home or pay the rent or buy groceries and the well or helps lose them the car. or lose the car. If they not lose the car, they've lost their job That's and then right. they've lost their home, you know? And, and so, yeah. Delk, this is, this is exciting. I love it. Uh, we just heard from Chris. He's a firefighter here in Columbia. He wants to challenge other first responders, firefighters oh. to give at least $30, but he's not doing that. He's given a hundred. Oh. All right, Chris. <laughs> yeah, so, man. So, uh, Chris, I mean, I love it. It's like, well, I'm going to do a hundred, but y- you can do at least 30. So let's go. If you uh, take, you know, isn't it the first responders? They're always the ones to step up and, lines. you know, they see a need. They know what it means to be in crisis. Um, Chris, thank you so much. That hundred bucks is going to go immediate work to help three families with a week of groceries through the well outreach. Join them. 
take Chris the firefighter uh, challenge and be a first responder yourself by uh, meeting a family in crisis in need by providing groceries through the Well Outreach. You can give online right now at thewelloutreach.org. Don't wait. It'll be the best website you go to all day. You know, you, you click around and you end up, you know, a whole hour's gone because you, you got distracted. Uh, this is a website uh, that has such significance because on the other end of your gift is going to be a family who is given hope and uh, food and support through the Well Outreach. Or you can call this number and speak to a volunteer at the Well on Main Street in Spring Hill right now, 615 615- Four three nine two nine two one. Except Chris, firefighter in Columbia, he gave a hundred dollars challenging other firefighters, first responders. He said, "Give at least 30 I'm gonna up that. Would you, could you join Chris? Match his hundred dollars with your gift of a hundred dollars and be a first responder yourself by calling the well six one five four three nine two nine two one or online at thewelloutreach.org. All right, Paul, I want to circle back to Catherine York, who is volunteering her time to come here today and help out for the well. Uh, Her business in Smith & York, which is on the square in downtown Columbia, Tennessee. And uh, Catherine, I understand that that your business is interacting to help the well, uh, and you may have a challenge as well. Yes, we do. Where is that coming from? (laughs) All right. Well, you know, James is calling through. That's okay. If you if you don't get through the well, you can you can still call back because you're so needed. Six one five four three nine two nine two one. We have no idea where that's coming from. Let's circle back to Catherine York Gremlins. Sometimes we just get gremlins in here. You know, they they come in the wires and they start telling us things. Yeah. Oh, it's all right. Yeah. So um, we had been partnering the last three months on first Fridays uh, with the Well Outreach. They have set up a booth outside just kind of um, of our shop, really just engaging with the community, building awareness. And, you know, at that time when, I mean, yeah, we were just talking about the need for locally, like who is coming through the amount, the amount of families they were serving in Columbia that were driving to Spring Hill yeah, most Colombians do not understand yeah. when we're serving 1,400 families or maybe 1,500 families a month, at least 700 of those are Columbia <laughs> families. And you let me share that information yeah. at First Fridays. It really made a difference, and people's eyes were open. Yeah, we were so excited to be part of it. But we also, um, from Smith & York and Gather Kitchen Mercantile, we are going to go in and do $300 wow. for yeah for families um, – for 10 families this Woo, week. Amazing. All right. And, thank you. Yeah. Awesome. And we would love to also challenge any other business in downtown that could potentially, you know, at any amount, you know, what can you do? We, you know, we're, we're so thankful to have so many people come in and out of our doors and, you know, anything we can do to spread the word, spread the, you know, just the need, just getting the word out to, you know, not just financially, but what can we do to spread the word? of the services that are there for, for those in the community. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Smith yes. & York. Thank you, Catherine York. Um, now, Catherine, tell me about this. All right, Smith & York is, I know, located right there on the square, at the corner of the yes, square sir. and West 7th Street. Yeah. Yes, sir. But you've got another business now? So, yes, sir. We own Smith. My husband, Adam, and I own Smith & York Company. And then we own um, what was Lime & Loaf 
uh, Kitchenarium. So that was up at um, New South Marketplace, right, right up by where Tallgrass was. We are we have <laughs> we have been in the process of moving that. Um, it, it, with any construction, it takes a little bit longer than ever anticipated. But yeah, look around um, this building. Yeah, I yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> always a project, right? Yep. Um, so, but we are moving to we're rebranding to Gather Kitchen Mercantile, and it's going to be in the uh, at twenty three Public Square, which is where Mule Town Coffee was. Okay. So we love Mule Town. Um, of course, they had construction delays which, you know, we've had construction delay. You know, it's just, it's a domino effect. So, but yeah, so my husband, Adam, he manages and runs Gather Kitchen Mercantile, which we currently have a small pop-up from that shop inside Smith & York. Um, also, we are co-owners of Woven, um, which is a women's clothing shop. Um, we own that. Our other co-owner, um, Abby Youngblood, she is the managing partner for that location and that is right beside smith and york so we have we are at 23 public square 28 public square and 30 public square so the old mule town coffee will Mm -hmm. be kitchen gather kitchen mercantile yes sir and then we have woven which is where elia used to be okay and then smith and york Oh wow! Company, yes, sir. So All those right. three. So we, we, we love Columbia. We never thought in a, in a million years that our our life and our business and anything would just flourish and grow the way it has. Mm-hmm. And the good Lord has been so beyond just good to us and into this community and where we have found a home here and blessed here. So this is such a small, small, small way to give back. Um, to in so many ways to the blessing that you know that we have we've been able to receive thank you thank you for what you're doing thank you for being here today yeah no i'm excited all right (laughs) smith and york and kitchen gather gather Mm -hmm. yep all right they're throwing down a challenge folks you know three hundred dollars that's uh if you accept the challenge, yeah, Paul. that's not small. That's going to help 10 families with a yes. week's worth of groceries. So uh, if you can accept that challenge, give another 300. We'll help another 10 families through the Well Outreach. Here's the number to call, 615-439-2921. Calling out other business owners and proprietors. And then we had Chris, the firefighter, calling out first responders. And uh, would you accept that challenge? Be as generous as you can when you re- uh, call, but don't delay because you are needed right now. We're able to take three calls at a time, and uh, would you be the first of the three to call right now at 615-439-2921. Again, 615-439-2921 or online at thewelloutreach.org. All right, folks, our goodbye music for three dudes. Uh, the Young Bloods, they're tuning up, and uh, but we have enjoyed this. We'll be back with our regular programming tomorrow but we three dudes have certainly enjoyed uh, supporting the well uh it's amazing things going on there and and again paul like i said paul just said three hundred dollars will feed ten families incredible uh, you know, hey folks that the well is is getting it done yes. i mean try feeding ten families for three hundred dollars feeding my family for three hundred dollars <laughs> it's yeah. a lot and like i said it's good food Good produce, good meats. It's you know that's that's a miracle. It's awesome. Thank you so much. All right, three dudes. We'll see you tomorrow, Miss York. Clayton, I'll be back at hurling bombs at each other. Truth bombs. Truth bombs. Truth. Truth. We're gonna tell you the truth. Talk. <clears throat> we'll talk about money wires tomorrow.
Money wires. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. The, the Chinese been sending money at me. And addresses on those wires. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> we can talk about that. Oh. Have a great day, folks. <laughs>